Hi, I'm Dan. And I'm Eric. And you are due for a sharpening. Christmas music. Yeah. Everywhere you go, there's Christmas music pulling on your. Hi. <laughs> hey. It's it's just enough. There's too much of it. Usually it's they have the, the Christmas music that's like just your standard stuff. I went to one place. I forget what it was, but I feel like they were trying to be more hip while still playing Christmas music. So they were playing people's like known bands, original Christmas songs before they got around to playing. Oh, okay. But there's like six. So like the Beatles did one, you know, Mm -hmm. you know, that that awful thing. And then that's it. I think that was it. So that was just (laughs) on on a loop at the place that I went to (laughs) at the like chic candle store or whatever the hell we were doing. Now you, oh, I just ruined it. Now you guys know what we got you for Christmas. You guys oh, all got damn it. Beatles Sheik. song, <laughs> candle Sheik store candles. candles. They, they're mm-hmm. Beatles song scented. They are. They smell like that song, which is terrible. You know, I wouldn't wash with that. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <Usually>. <laughs> I was in Menards the other day, and I think, is it Mariah Carey that does the famous uh, rendition of whatever Christmas song that is? Maybe Evan, you, you should probably know this. I don't know. It doesn't matter. But it, it, Mariah Carey is like is like the queen of Christmas music. Okay, yeah, she's probably like five albums of just Christmas oh, shit. All right. Well, knows how much I care. Don't know, right? Care if you're on the radio in Menards, you've made it. That's a <laughs> high bar right there. It is. Ra- Randy Newman can't do that. <laughs> <laughs> I think he still works at Menards. Randy Newman. <laughs> That's where he got his start and the whole middle part. And now the finish of his career, just, you know, just Menards Newman all, all, all the way. They got him in the back corner in the closet <laughs> playing piano to no one. You got in me. It's all muffled. Yeah, it's all broken. Yeah. <laughs> like a crappy radio. <laughs> they're trying to sell radios at Menards by playing it over a crappy one right and the last thing you want to do is go home and listen to music when you hear Randy Newman <laughs> appearing appearing in the lumber section <laughs> <laughs> they should just play movie scores not scores the actual audio from movies just in over the store the thing yeah so it's <laughs> like the uh, Rudolph the claymation one, you know? She yeah. thinks I'm cute. That one. <laughs> <laughs> just do that. So at any point in time when you walk in, you know, it, it'll just be wherever it is in the movie and you have no idea what's going on. Like what in the, yeah, that's far <laughs> more interesting than the same 18 Christmas songs on a loop. Mariah Carey and Pink Crosby. When he first said that, my initial thought was like the soundtrack for the dark Knight or something playing in Menards. 
just turns like the whole that. place into like a ruinscape. Yeah, everyone's John just Williams score fighting each other. Yeah, that's some hardcore. Yeah, shopping everyone for uh, fighting over for plywood. The, the little solar panel lights, you know, that go next <laughs> your to garden. your shrubbery that line yeah. your garden path. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, that's not going to happen. They're not going to take our ideas for that. But well, speaking, speaking of movies. Of, uh, yeah. Christmas oh! movies. Woo. <laughs> we, yeah, we did it at the same time. Look yeah. at that. All right. You go. Yeah, I'll go. Like shut it off and walk the fuck yeah. out of the the room. <laughs> All right, that's a wrap. Yeah, yeah we're done. Wrap. Good one, guys. Uh, uh, Christmas movies at Menards. So, and Randy Newman. We are uh, we were contractually obligated only to talk about those subjects. Today's episode is sponsored by <laughs> Randy Newman. We got our per diem. The rest is just like OT. Yeah, but we found this out the other day. Yesterday, I don't know. Addison Remember texted last it to Twins us. game was. Yeah, Ad texted it to us. There's a character in the movie Slapshot. Slapshot. Everyone should know what Slapshot is. Yeah, the first one, the good one, not all the you know. Right. That's why I didn't put a number behind it. Just yeah. Slapshot with uh, Randy Newman's brother, Paul Newman. <laughs> right. He's his brother and his father. Right. <laughs> So it's a bit of hockey <laughs> trivia right there, but <laughs> Paul Newman. Paul Newman plays Reggie Dunlop, player coach of the Charlestown Chiefs in Slapshot, right? And uh, he—I forget what town they're in, who they're playing—but there's a goaltender on the opposing team who I don't think they ever give his first name. They only no, refer to him just- as Hanrahan. Yeah. Hey, Hanrahan. Yeah. Hanrahan. Right. Which is yeah. as classic as it can get. I mean, we've been trying to tell our buddy who plays net uh, to get Hanrahan's mask painted onto his newer goalie mask. Although I will say Addison doesn't wear the new masks. No. He wears the, the Billy Smith, Chris Osgood helmets. Because yeah, he's a because maniac. Because he's insane. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. He deliberately wears... Um, Outdated. The, 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 the nicer sticks get, the more dangerous composite hockey sticks get, the more into the past Addison Davenport's goalie gear gets. Yeah. So he's just really testing himself. One of his goals is to find, I can't remember whose pads they were, but there it was back when they used to fill them full of like lead balls. Yeah, they're like ball bearings. It was TPS. Yeah, like, yeah it was ball bearings. Yeah, it was a TPS, <laughs> like a Dominic Hasek prototype or something, because they thought that the it would dull the rebound. Right, yeah. Right? So to dull the yeah. rebound, it's like, where it's did crazy. they land on ball bearings? If right. ball bearings was the thing they went with, like, what was the list of stuff that they tried and didn't go with? <laughs> you know, just they just stuffed all kinds of stuff yeah. in there. Like, well, Kitchen hey, pucks, it stopped pucks. So why don't you stuff it with pucks? Uh, that didn't work. <laughs> Crushed up, you know, aluminum cans. That the yep. kitchen knives, like you said, like only the like Cutco, the stuff they come yeah. door to door. <laughs> yeah, you know, Chicago like, cutlery. You know, we found like um, if you go into like an old cabin and you root through the corners of the walls, there's like mummified 
little families of like fetal miscarried mice children. So we stuffed fucking pads full of those, but the, you know, that, that didn't, didn't quite, work. they just kind of turned to mush. Yeah. It was just, just like dust. a bad, like a vegan noodle, you know, it just, it just, <laughs> just turns to mush. Instantly. A gluten-free cookie. So yeah. So the gluten-free <laughs> mouse goalie pads, Disney was, <laughs> Yeah, that didn't work. So they landed Wing. on ball bearings. Ball bearings. <laughs> so I don't know, but all the more reason for the guy we're talking about to right. to want them. desire obtaining a pair of those pads. Yeah. So, but anyway, yeah. So um, we've tried to convince him to get Henrahan's mask, but uh, yeah, he's never gonna use one that's that shape. So. He's never going to use a, a modern goalie mask again. Yeah. I think he has one, but he hasn't used them in a long time. Which is crazy because they're like $1,000. Right. If, just like his other pads. Yeah, he's got, what, 10 pairs now? Well, he's got 10 pairs, but he's also got like a new updated pair. And that was, you know, 10 years ago. And then he started his collection of crazy yeah. old, you know, he's got like Manny Legacy set, Curse Joseph. You know, a lot of the, the Red Wing carousel throughout the 90s and 2000s. He's got a yeah. handful of Hasek setups. But he's like setups, not just pads. Yeah, full, full like everything. He, he's working on a, a Vladislav Trediak. Oh, my God. Who makes his way back on to do for a sharpening, apparently. Yeah. Welcome um, back. Yeah, welcome back. Welcome back, Vladdy. We, uh, we, we said we were talking about, we were discussing collective bargaining agreements. <laughs> Let me be frank. Is there a labor crisis in America today? Well, it depends on what you mean by crisis. Thank you, Vladdy and Krusty. Um, but you, you guys are getting off our point here. So, yeah, he's putting together a, a Vladislav Trediak, like, uh, homage kit set. So, that is, you know, back That'd to be the- amazing if he could actually yeah. pull that off. Yeah. For sure. Then he's got to get the old CCCP USSR jersey, which I'm sure you can find somewhere. But yeah. boy, this Hanrahan story is really. Yeah. Yeah. I, I hope it's, Addison uh, listens to the podcast because <laughs> right now, like the, this is the title of the podcast at this point. <laughs> yeah, that's, yeah. Well, we'll talk about that. That's pretty good. Right. But uh, so Hanrahan, the goaltender, his wife, who he does not treat very well. See, this is the thing. We are fully supportive of whatever you support. Okay. <laughs> so it's really hard to describe the movie Slapshot yeah. over a, a podcast in 2022. Okay. So mm -hmm. we're just going to let you watch the movie, all the people we're talking to, both of you. Right. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so uh, Hanrahan's not very nice to his wife. She, however, is very nice to Paul Newman's character, Reggie Dunlop. Mm -hmm. So when he's in town to play Hanrahan's team, uh, he gets a call and it happens to be Hanrahan's wife, Suzanne Hanrahan, which rhymes, right? Bit of a stretch, but I'll take it. Yeah. <laughs> Suzanne Hanrahan. The last two letters rhyme. That's all we need in today's right, art, right. art form, you know? Right. <laughs> yeah, look at that. I'm Drake. I just, I just <laughs> sort of rhymed a word with the end of another word. Now give me Grammys and Emmys or whatever the fuck, you know, pop music people win these days. Big trophy full of ball bearings. <laughs> yeah, they win likes. Exactly. Um, so 
Paul Newman goes and has a little tryst with Suzanne. And uh, we found out Suzanne Hanrahan's actress, or the one portraying her, is Ralphie's mom in A Christmas Story. Yeah. Love Christmas Story. Yeah. Which I would have to say more of you out there have seen Christmas Story than Slapshot. However, this being a hockey podcast, you must remedy that. So make up for it. We got to find out what TV station plays Slapshot for 24 straight hours on it on Christmas. You probably have to be in Canada, I would assume. I guess. I mean, okay, many reasons that that's true and that makes sense. But it was a an American league. Right. What are the, the federal league? There you go. Yeah, the fe- <laughs> that was the name of it. Ned Braden is now the lead scorer in the federal league. TNT is not showing because they're busy showing Mystery Alaska at this point. Right. Right. Okay. Makes sense. Between Braveheart and yeah. Right. Forrest Gump. <laughs> yeah. There are four <laughs> movies during Christmas. Right. We've and seen the, all of them. The the daytime TV edit of the remake of The Mist <laughs> <laughs> with um, Tom Jane. Remember Tom, Tom Jane? Jane? Yeah. Mr. Tom Jane. Kidding. Where he was in uh arrested playing like <laughs> some crappy version of himself. Was that when he was homeless? Yeah. Or he was <laughs> yeah, he was uh studying for a role to be a homeless man. Right. So and uh, anyway, um but yeah, yeah, they're not gonna play that on Christmas Day. At my house, they should. They will. Right. They will. There. I will. <laughs> I declare. I don't live alone, by the way. Uh, we're not poor. Yeah. That didn't, that just came out of nowhere. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I don't <laughs> know what is, the, is what you're trying to say is Slapshot a Christmas movie. Is that, Slapshot, is that what this is? Slapshot should be a Christmas movie. It yeah. should be a Christmas movie because you watch it on Christmas. It should be a Christmas movie because you buy people a copy of it for Christmas. Right. It could be you an know? Easter movie. It could be Easter. Kwanzaa. Our Easter special actually and Kwanzaa specials are going to be about Slapshot. Yeah, as well as Yom Kippur. We're going to cover all the bases here. Yeah, yeah, I'd say bases covered there with Slapshot. So I don't know what the lady's name is. I should have done more research. Ralphie's mom. What? It's Randy, right? Ralphie and Randy, that's the other kid, the small kid. I can't put my arms down. It's actually been years since I've seen that movie because you it's know, on every day. A million times. But I don't have cable anymore, which makes a huge difference. You only ever had cable because you lived with your parents. Exactly. Melinda Dillon. Melinda Dillon. Ralphie's mom. Yeah. That is Bob Dillon's daughter. Absolutely. Also Mm -hmm. his cousin. Mm -hmm. Hey. So (laughs) that's how she talked. Second cousin to Matt Dillon. Right. (laughs) Who also was in Bob Dillon. Boy, this is just a... (laughs) We, um, yeah, you're going to have know. a lot of addendums to do in the next episode. <laughs> yeah. An addendum to the last episode. We're sorry for last episode. <laughs> <laughs> I'll addendum you. Or we're going to have when, um, the music comes back on for the little middle part. And Evan's going to go, we're going to take a break. And we apologize for the boys not doing their homework for this week's episode. <laughs> <laughs> now let's get back to the Randy Newman bullshit. 
<laughs> and we're back. All right. That was live so. in Menard. <laughs> right? <laughs> With his 12 reindeer or however many there are. So Marissa Dillon. Oh, Dancer. Yeah. You know, Nancy and Yeah. So the kid the kid wanted a a red rider. BB gun for Christmas. What the hell are you going? I'm going to step in here really quick and try to salvage whatever listenership we have after this nonsense. And I'm going to give you a quick reminder to follow Do For A Sharpening on Instagram as well as visit our website, doforasharpening.com for information and details about previous episodes and other things. Finally, it's the holiday season and you can give Do For Sharpening the biggest gift by leaving a rating and even a written review on Apple or Spotify, however you're listening to us. All of this helps us get more traction and helps us become recommended to other listeners just like you. Thank you so much, and uh, hopefully you're still listening. (laughs) And back to the episode. Speaking of not that, Eric, did you ever get a Christmas gift that was (laughs) hockey-related? dynamite transit that you want <laughs> that you want to share with us oh that's fantastic mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. indeed i have daniel <laughs> <laughs> that's what mom calls me uh-huh <laughs> indeed uh yeah um my first composite twig i ever got for those of you out there that don't know a twig is a hockey stick and they used to not be composite. Right. Which is why he's yeah. saying composite. <laughs> yeah. So I got my first composite hockey stick. Uh, I don't know how I must have been, what, nine or 10. And I believe with the help of dad, uh, grandma and pappy bought me. What was it? It was a Easton Synergy. The When I used to like grip too, which is, you know, we're going back. Oh yeah, because you—that's weird. Because you used to like grip, and I didn't. And yeah. then you went no grip, and now basically you can't go no grip because nobody offers a clear stick anymore. Right. So oh, it's probably as I starting can. to come back, depending on where you're going to get that from. Yeah, I think custom sticks you can get them. Yeah, Pro but. Stock sticks. Geppetto, our our friend over at Pro Stock Hockey Sticks, he offers. In fact, you could get that same Easton build that that synergy was made of. Wow. Like the old. That'd be pretty cool. You know, with, yeah. I'm telling you, man, you got to look at that shit. It's, uh, it's fantastic. He offers everything. Yeah. Um, I don't play enough anymore to justify anything no, at this point. No. And you, I, I think you got a nice. That. Uh, yeah. But anyway. Um, yeah. So it was a Easton synergy grip. So it was the. Mostly black with that stripe orange going down. And I had a Jerome Aginla curve, which even at the time when it was brand new, the blade was maybe an, an inch and a half tall in no. the middle of it. Well, no, okay. Two, it was a two. skinny, so it was a skinny blade. Okay. Yeah. But by the time I was done with it, like 10 years later, because it became my outside stick when I used to. <laughs> Shoot the ball for pepper. It's like a letter opener. Yeah. <laughs> like a popsicle stick at the end. 
Yeah. It's not as tasty. Um, but yeah, that, that was a, an exciting gift because I actually really wanted that. And, you know, our dad did the whole dad spiel where he's like, oh, you you know, if you make the travel team, you'll maybe I'll buy you that stick. Right. Because we and grew then, up with when they started coming out, like in my thing, my day, it was like Easton Z bubble was yeah. what like Brett Hall was using it. That was the new big thing. And even the guys in like the high school team before I was in high school who would like the coach's kid or whatever would run the drills, like show us the drills in our practices. I remember one time uh, Don Erdahl was a coach of mine Don in Erdahl. Kenosha. Yeah. Don Erdahl. Um, He kind of, he didn't have an accent, but he had the thing with his lip or his, yeah. his cheek would go up. So when he talked, it almost sounded like he had an accent. <laughs> but it was just because his face was so fucking stretched out and it like he may as well say like yeah you're gonna <laughs> i don't know <laughs> that just sounds like peter griffin it does but that's what yeah. he sounded like he really did to me yeah. was a, a wandering imagination as i took right. a knee and didn't listen to what he was saying <laughs> on the ice during practice you only but he the was the sound a, of his voice right he was the type of coach that would skate you like a certain amount of whatever's whether it was like, let's say 60 second drills, Herbie's as a lot of people know them as because of Herb Brooks. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, if, if we, I remember one game we were on the road and we took like 13 penalties <laughs> as a team. So the next practice we had to do 13 60 second drills, My God. you know? So mm-hmm. his, his uh, lesson to you would be like, you know, if you're going to get in a penalty box, you're going to skate. See, so that's my memory of what he talked like, even though there's no way he talked like that, you know. But one time he was talking to us and uh, his son, who was on the high school team, had just gone to like play it again because we only had to play it again sports in Kenosha. But it was fairly all right. You know, it, it had a good stuff. One. Yeah. I'd kill for a play it again, man. Yeah, that'd be I, sweet. That, that's some valuable shit. Mm, I don't I don't see him a lot. There's one by you, Evan. And that's where yeah. we went and got that, some people's stuff, but but that's like they have all sports at that one. I remember the play in in Kenosha was very hockey specific. It was if not like entirely. It was pretty largely hockey. I they had golf and um. Yeah. I think I got a set of clubs there. Pappy bought me like my the only golf club set I ever owned from there. So they had some new stuff too. And I think I got a catcher's mitt. I had a Cooper catcher's mitt. I I wish I knew where that thing was, man. That was a cool ass. That was a cool baseball mitt. But anyway, that that played again, sold a lot of the new Easton Z bubbles, the two piece shafts. So the, the thing was to get like a 50 flex because the players, even though they didn't know why they just thought the fact that you could put this huge bow in your twig was like, you don't play the game just by like, okay, it's your turn to go out and impress the audience right? by flexing the shit out of your 50 flex, <laughs> even though you're like 120 pound or 130 pound freshman in high school, you know, and he was flexing it and showing everybody and the coach Don was talking in front of him. And uh, then you just hear this, right? This, and Don stops and he just kind of rolls his eyes up and he goes, well, that sounded expensive. And uh, yeah, so 
because he just fucking bought it. <laughs> so I don't know if, the, if they always had the 30 day warranty they have now, but uh, yeah. So prior to that, prior to your thing, the big thing in my day was the two piece stick. So yeah, yeah. yeah. And, and dad used to be like, you know, if you're not strong enough to ice the puck when we were real little, yeah, you didn't need anything but a wooden stick. Right. Um, Hand me down. That's, you know, was probably like yeah. 140 flex before you cut it down to three feet tall. Well, it's because dad didn't know anything about flex. He played hockey. Oh, his whole life. One did. Great hockey player. But he would always, he just thought like, because it said hundred, like that was the one you needed. Right. So I played with a hundred flex wooden <laughs> sticks all the way up until like halfway through high school. And that's when I yeah. first started realizing that like 85 was <laughs> it actually responded better. You it know, actually did now it's all different. For you. Now it's all different because of the kick points and yeah. the stick is used like a, you know, like a catapult essentially. Uh, so you load it and you utilize right. that. It's, it's like a slingshot before it was like, it's like um, there was that article in the athletic recently about standalone slap shots going the way of the dinosaurs in uh in hockey or you know in the nhl but still it, it it trickles down and you don't see guys just taking clappers outside of being on the point or whatever yeah and the reason is most likely no time. there's no time right and that's why yeah. curves are getting bigger too right so you can get those quick shots off mm-hmm. which you know if you think about guys like dry sidle who still use a huge paddle the, that's like, why i love shit. being able to yeah being able to play that style of hockey in today's nhl and actually being a star player while slowing the game down and making space to where you don't need this crazy hook just to get it under the bar from six inches away mm-hmm. you know just put yourself in a position where you can actually score it just they're that much better in my eyes Oh, I agree. It says a lot about his style too, and that, that he calls it the burger flipper. Leon Dreisaitl's yeah. <laughs> uh, insane. You know, it's it's two inches longer than any other hockey blade you're gonna see. It was his dad's. His dad was a big star in German hockey, hmm. um, and he said, "Yeah, he just used to use his dad's sticks, so he never quit using them." So that that yeah. is a really cool thing. That's a little homage to. Uh, previous styles and generations and stuff you know because we're still using what we use and um yeah i guess in a in a in a higher league we wouldn't be able to use something like that unless you're pulling a dry sidle type thing um yeah but yeah the standalone slap shot used to be utilized how how many gretzky replays have you seen highlights oh where he scored with a with a slap shot, right? Not only that, but he's oh, like away from any other player by a good 20, 30 feet. Oh man, he was just so good. I think it was uh Ray Ferraro was talking about it. And it's like the reason you took so many standalone slap shots was because the I think they call them telephones. The dude referred to him as a telephone pole of a wooden stick that players used to use. You know, you had to take a slap shot in order to get that puck moving because unless you were Brett Hall taking a wrist shot or a snapshot, rather, most importantly, a snapshot from 30 feet out was just a waste of an opportunity. It, you know, you're not going to get a response on that. You may, I don't know, 50 miles an hour, 50, 60, I'm just guessing, but that's what you're going to get from a top pro with a snapper with a wooden stick. Yeah. So things are just so different now that they don't use them anymore. But uh, that 100, 100 flex thing that dad used to, 
get. I guess that was why, because that was his style. Right. And um, that turned out to be my style too. Cause you know, my, I God, man, I worked on slap shots in the backyard so much. I couldn't even tell you how many pucks I shot thousands. Just, uh, yeah. Well, I mean, it obviously, the fence. it paid off. Cause say you probably had the best slap shot on your team by far in high school. Yeah. I had a pretty good one. And now it's useful, right? Because <laughs> yeah, uh, we're allowed to use them. They, uh, <laughs> I used to love hitting and we can't yeah, hit. Can't do that. And uh, I used to love taking slap shots and can't take those either. So, yeah. So you had yeah, the right I, idea, Eric. <laughs> I used to like taking penalties too, but I, you know, can't just I go would, out there and be a dick. Well, like I said, I could, you know, especially but, when I'm playing against little kids. Like if that there right. was a ref, <laughs> I, I'd be in the box yeah. constantly. All those five-year-olds that you're cross-checking in the hey, boards. Yeah, but I digress. As yeah, do what, you. Uh, what about you? Have you? Did you ever get any hockey Christmas presents? Yeah. Um. When uh, this is another thing that's funny about gear, Dad got us right. So it was a mix of not really knowing that you don't get like a twelve-year-old a hundred flex stick. Yeah, or so extra large just, elbow pads. Or extra large elbow pads or extra, extra, extra large gloves. So <laughs> I got a pair of, I want to say they were they, they were Easton Air. They were like uh, the GX 9500s, look them up. But leather, you know, all, all the gloves were leather still. And they really had, it was a little more of like a hybrid big cuff. They weren't quite the old, old ones where the thing would come up to like here you know yeah. but i would say it was it was still there he's pointing halfway up his arm i right. am you right here without that, right eyes here at this point yeah or that or just know what i'm speaking look up the glove <laughs> or listen to evan <laughs> it's, it's your choice the world is your clam so i got a pair of those for christmas they were very very big but I wore them because I, you know, I thought they were awesome. They were so cool. And I remember looking at them at the pro shop or maybe it was played again. Or maybe it was a pro shop in another rink, you know, Yeah. Uh, when we were at, on a road game because we didn't really have a pro shop at our rink. If you remember the Kenosha Ice Rinks pro shop. Yeah, it was. It was. They sort of started it. And after we used to just get like mouth guards and skate laces from the place that sold the donuts right you know time to make the donuts so they they had those um the sugary ones the deep fried sugary dough balls right oh god that and like a hot chocolate in the morning when you when you'd have early uh they'd kick your ass in practice and that was your your reward afterwards right you'd go get donuts and a mouth guard yeah yeah same place or tape Tape and donuts. It sounds like it sounds like that checks out for Kenosha for sure. Yeah. It's so Kenosha. mouth guards. It really does. Tape, laces. Eh, maybe they had like a couple wooden hockey sticks that nobody would. Yeah. They had like half a rack of old Sherwood yeah, or something. It was awful. So when you would go to a more updated arena on a road game and they'd have like, you know, stick racks and just, oh God, it was so, it was so cool. So you just envied this stuff as a kid with, you know, holes in your palms and all that. So I got a nice pair of Easton gloves. I do remember that they had a uh, Velcro strap that ran across the underside of the wrist that I don't know why you would use that. I never used it. It just had it on there. 
but um, you know, something that Easton was throwing around, um, you know, the ball bearing sort of idea they landed on Velcro rather than putting like uh, old steel belts in their gloves or something like that. You know, hunks of carburetor in your skates. (laughs) (laughs) Make them go faster. Anything automated related that you could put in your hockey equipment. Yeah. So does a kid, does a kid your age get like excited for hockey gloves for Christmas? Is this like, Oh, gloves for sure. Yeah. Or it's not like yeah. socks and underwear. You know? No. Well, nowadays I love socks and underwear. Yeah, well, of course. Same. <laughs> yeah. Old. Yeah. <laughs> Anything that you can't see under your jersey or under your pants or you know, uh, like shin pads, be like, oh, okay, cool. I need those, but that not exactly what I wanted. Very. But anything point. that you can see on the outside is what all kids are looking at all the time. Gloves, skates, sticks maybe helmets not really but yeah there's uh glamour pieces of equipment yeah skates gloves sticks i would say that's pretty much are it. the the top three it goes yeah it, it goes skates or it goes sticks skates, sticks gloves yeah yeah and that's that's what you're most excited about because those are your uh your main weapons for because the rest of it's just kind of maintenance you know you don't really put the, the thought right. into it but if you did That's need something protection. new, if you needed new shin pads or you needed new elbow pads, yeah, that'd be pretty and sweet. You were told in the store that you can't get those ones because we can't afford them, and then you end up getting them for Christmas. Yeah, that was that was exciting because yeah. you knew you were going to get a good use out of them too. And you know your teammates, you guys got excited about talking about your gear. And no one really gave a shit about like the wooden stick thing, but once we started getting two piece sticks. Yeah, you know the the type of blade you would get, or uh, whose name you were using. Even though those players didn't actually use those models, they just just like today they throw a name on there. Although, did you notice, Eric, that Bauer just stopped doing that on their new sticks? No, I guess I haven't noticed that. Yes, if you look up like uh, the newest, you know what the Hyperlite and the Geo and the blah blah blah, um, they just say the flex and the model of curve. So it'll hmm. say 85 flex P92, you know, okay. they no longer name it after a player. That makes way more sense because it was honestly getting confusing because they would switch players every like five or six years. Cause the players do that too. Yeah. Well also just like say if someone was using Bauer for a long time and they were sponsored by them and then they switched to CCM, well, you can't keep putting their name on your sticks if they don't use it right but they that's the other thing especially about sticks because guys can switch sticks all the time and still technically be you know like i think there were dylan larkin had his name on warrior and bauer in like a six-month period right so he was the the pm9 for bauer and the p or the w71 i think yeah there you go the big that big patch hook which again Pedretti doesn't necessarily use that, but I think you're right. Um, People are more prone to, they're probably actually competing with how much pro stock is being sold now compared to retail. So they want people to feel like their sticks are more customizable. Yeah. So yeah, you can buy nameplates for any stick that you get. And now you're seeing a lot of different color variations and sticks together. You never could see that in CCM. And now I think like if you were to pick 
uh, Jet Speed, the FT5 Pro. Um, yeah. You could pick from like five different colors, as well as like you said, you could have a, a nameplate. Although they fucked up and now, now they offer like three curves. CCM does retail. Well, yeah, and they've been doing that for a while. And I mean, it's not even necessarily that they offer only three. It's that you have to pay for a certain amount of sticks on your contract. And those three are the most popular. So like, you're not going to go, you know, you're not going to buy a batch of PM nine blades because no one uses that curve. I use it. Yeah. Well, we don't matter to, Mm -hmm. you know, no, but I'm not talking about a, I'm not talking about a team getting a contract. I'm just saying like a store. Oh, store selling them. Sure. Well, whatever that for some reason, CCM doesn't offer that many in like Bauer and Warrior, you still can get them. Right. True. That's a whole different story. Yeah. They're weird. Their things are really hard to find. Yeah. They have uh, two, I think, heel curve, the HC and then the HC2 or whatever. The um, MC2. Well, no, there's the MC2 and that's a PM9. Right. As you know. But the HC. Heel curve oh, specifically. Heel curve. I've okay. never seen that offered retail. But if you yeah, I, if you look it up, they do they do have that on their pattern chart. I feel like True has gone a lot more into the realm of just being a professionally offered company because yeah. they really aren't carried very many places other than large stores like you know yeah uh, Ronnie's or something. And they they are one that also they offer some real nice customization for teams. Yeah. Um yeah, there's stuff. Bauer cool. Warrior True really blow CCM away for that. Although I just started seeing because you know, like what um Austin Matthews has been yeah, getting he gets some custom everything custom stuff from CCM. But I was watching that uh, when the wings did real well, uh unlike tonight, uh against um Tampa Bay. Yeah. Sergachev, you know, Sergachev always used that like RBZ uh-huh. or something dressed as a white RBZ. I think he's got like an FT5 that's like a white and kind of light red stick now, mm. which is pretty sweet. Pretty cool. But yeah, yeah, I saw a uh, true catalyst. Maybe it was it was a Project X dressed like a catalyst or whatever. Yeah. Um, For the Winnipeg Ice, which is a uh, what a WHL team in the CHL. Sounds right. Yeah. And uh, the whole stick was like customized to it. It even had like, it said Winnipeg ice on it and had their logo and everything. And it was blue and black. Yeah. um, Who knows what the future holds for that? Because I think they really do have some competition. There's no way they're in the dark about how many people are buying pro stock rather than retail. Yeah. Because of all the vendors and where, where they're available, you know, because it just, it offers more stuff. And all you have to deal with is some dude's name that isn't your name. Right. So if anyone is looking for a good Christmas present for your wife, a uh, pro stock hockey stick with yeah. <laughs> someone else's last name is really, that's up there with like uh, samurai sword. Mm-hmm. Um, Go ahead. Try a nice, it on. <laughs> a nice slice of deer heart. And uh, an Xbox. An Xbox. Xbox. There you go. Right. Yeah. Yeah, and like uh, like a box you know, of Slim Jays, in an old a box of and an old like uh, 
snap on calendar with the yeah with yeah. the bikini clad ladies <laughs> absolutely right. that's yeah. that is right up there with a pro stock stick get that for your wife while supplies last yeah we yeah. just solved mm-hmm. your gift needs right and and we cured you of your ability to sleep in your own marital bed <laughs> if you do that so good luck cured you cured you of an ability all right that's <laughs> have fun with that one yeah, I did. I think this whole thing was fun. It was a giant meandering river yeah. of shit. Mm-hmm. And, and no uh, paddle I, I, I don't know. Skating the river. Yeah. yeah skating, skating the river, river of shit. Skating the river of shit. <laughs> Is anybody fucking tired? Now you're up shit's creek with a turd for a paddle. <laughs> All right, cut it. Music. Cut it. Yeah, we're good. <laughs>